China may have given us the Wuhan, but one of their spies had to sleep with Eric Swalwell, allegedly. Welcome to Ruthless. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. Judge Amy Coney Barrett. If Joe Biden wins, Democrats can sack the courts. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Anyway, my time's up. I'm not thinking, Mr. That's okay. I know you're not thinking. You never do. It's a whole hoax. And you know who's playing into the hoax? People like you and the fake news media. We are born free and we will stay free. Well, Smug. <laughs> now that's an opener. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of China stuff to deal with here. Um, yeah, there was a lot of lot of uh, late breaking news yesterday, wasn't there? Oh boy! Holy oh boy. moly! Boy, oh boy! Uh, what should we do? Should we start with Hunter Biden? Because I, I mean, let's get to Swalwell, but let's make let's yeah, make I, wait for it. Yeah, I mean, my favorite topic, ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden. Uh, news broke late yesterday that he is being investigated by the feds related to his taxes. I mean, we, you, we, were, we, we told you folks where there's smoke, there's fire. For the longest time, we've been asking, where's Hunter? Uh, and here you go. It begins. Well, here what, it is. What's the story, Josh? Here, here it is. So I'm going to take this from CNN, the fake news capital of the world, because <laughs> um, I think it, they just deserve it, frankly. Yes. Yes. Uh, but here is a quote out of their own story today. The investigation began as early as 2018. Let me just stop on that. The investigation wow. began as early as 2018. You know, we've got a lot of entrepreneurial reporters over the last couple of years that have been managed to, to get underneath investigations and figure out whether they were happening or not. Somehow this one has completely flown under the radar. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Amazing. Amazing. We found out about investigations into President Trump when they didn't even exist. But this one has been going on apparently two plus years. Yeah. And you know what? I think there's a lot to be said also about the fact that the investigation began as early as 2018. I mean, the fact that this is very clearly not a political move related to the presidential election. Biden didn't announce until 2019. The fact that this predates that tells you this kid is trouble. I mean, we all knew he was trouble, but now he has federal trouble. So, so the, the, the way that the Bidens are playing this is though, is this is a new information situation where they were just informed Tuesday that he was ultimately under investigation. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. Somebody may have just notified them. The problem with all of that is that uh, in the same CNN article, it says Sinclair Broadcasting reported in October that the FBI had opened this criminal investigation into Hunter Biden. Mm -hmm. They say now CNN has now learned new details in terms of the scope. Well, <clears throat> here's the problem. All of the information that was being peddled about Hunter Biden by Rudy Giuliani, ultimately, that the mainstream press congratulated themselves for ignoring and hiding. They it, like 
after election day, the, the way that so many journalists on Twitter were spiking the football saying, hey, guys, good job, all of us, for suppressing the Hunter Biden news, saying that that was Russian disinformation, they should all be ashamed of themselves. Absolutely, completely ashamed of themselves because what they were talking about in October is ultimately exactly what has just been unveiled in the first week of December. Yeah. And right? you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to call a spade for a spade. These journalists were meddling in the election. They were trying to keep the American people in the dark, and they should be held accountable for this. This is unacceptable from you know these people who consider themselves firefighters that are out there saving lives, doing God's work as journalists. This information has come out, and a lot of these folks knew about it. A lot of these folks did everything they could to suppress any information on Hunter Biden and push that, like, BS that it's all, oh, this is all just Russian disinformation. They're a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. There's it's just no question about it. And, and here, here's like the, the seal of the deal for me is uh, there's this, this Politico article that basically every outlet wrote this same story, but the headline in this political, Politico article is too good not to read. It says, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, comma, dozens of former intel officials say yeah they well, who are on. these officials who, who, yeah. who are these folks that are saying yeah. it's disinformation i'm glad you asked smug so uh you go in and you and you read the article and they have an, a letter that is written poorly i might add by uh 50 or so intel officials but they're the usual sus- suspects right jim clapper mike hayden liam panetta john brennan Basically, everyone who delivered the frickin' P-tape mm-hmm. to Trump's desk the moment that he was sworn in. These people have been lying to the press under the guise of classified information for four years. And now they show up in October of an election year to tell you that the very real information that you were being told by the New York Post, which is the only outlet that reported it, about Hunter Biden's situation in, it, with China is Russian disinformation. You know, anytime, and I, it always makes me so irate whenever I see anyone referring to Clapper and Brennan as intel officials when all they are is just comm staffers for the Democratic Party. That's all they are. That's all they've always been. They're political hacks. All they do is push the talking points and these journalists just eat it up. It's it. And there's always the guys of like, well, I can't tell you everything because I have a classified clearance. Yeah. Well, let me tell you enough to completely mislead you about what the actual facts are. Right. And that's what these guys professionally do for a living. They're all employed by CNN and MSNBC. They go on and they've lied for four years about Donald Trump. Yep. And now all of a sudden we see what's happened with regard to Hunter Biden. Let me read a little bit more of this CNN article because I think it's... Let's hear it. Investigators appear to be focused on Hunter Biden's business activities connected to China. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. I can't believe that. Yeah. I thought, that's, I thought that's what the Russian disinformation was about. Yeah, it turns out it was all true all along. So some of it, I'm quoting again, some of his business dealings in China are publicly known through interviews and documents released by the September Senate Republican on Finance Committee and the Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs hearings. Oh, yeah. oh you mean the ones that were completely ignored? Yes, that's the one. 
Um, this is so infuriating. The American people were kept in the dark on all this information. The Senate, you know, the, the, the Senate Republicans on Finance Committee released this report, and the media did everything they could to push these talking points from these left-wing activists masquerading as intel officials, saying that this is Russian disinformation. Well, guess what? It's all true. Uh, so, so, so John Roberts tweeted tonight, uh, last night, that uh, sources tell Fox News that Biden was made aware of the investigation on uh, Tuesday. Before then, the investigation was, quote unquote, covert. Sources say that DOJ is very sensitive about moving on an investigation from covert to overt during an election if it could potentially affect the outcome. You mean like, like Russia? Yeah, right, right. Like, you mean uh, like Russia? How, how much did the deep state drop on uh, saying, oh my God, Donald Trump is, is uh, working for the Kremlin. He's a KGB officer. Like the amount of bonkers conspiracy theory stuff the American people were subjected to and then actual, actual wrongdoing was completely papered over by the journalists and trying to hide it and, and pull the wool over the American people's eyes. It's unacceptable. It's meddling in the election and, and they should be held accountable. I mean, that, that's, that's truly the perpetrator here, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. you, can be, you can be angry at the Bidens. You can be angry at the Democratic Party. But that's not why this is happening. Mm-hmm. Why this is happening is you have a mainstream press that all collectively joined hands and decided that it was more important to campaign for the Democratic candidate for president then inform the American people about something that they all knew was happening. There it is, right there. That's what gets me, is because everyone, everyone knew that uh, you know, the Biden family is crooked as all hell. That became accepted fact, pretty much. The story here to me is not just that the Bidens are crooked. The story to me here is that the mainstream media did everything they could to hide this from the American people. That's... I mean, that's every single American should be completely outraged at this point, completely outraged. Like, you know, you, you had all this news. Like, I remember when, when the New York Post started breaking this story on Hunter Biden and all his shadiness, that article, like, that got their account locked on Twitter. Like, that had them completely censored, which apparently it's, it's now apparent was all true. And they, you know, big, these, this big tech company, you got, Twitter doing everything they can hide it. And you have all these journalists holding hands together, doing everything they can to suppress this information from the American people. It's an outrage. Well, the, the only reason that we're reading about it today, honestly, Smug, is because the Biden uh, transition team confirmed it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it. That's Unbelievable. it. They wanted to get ahead of the story. And so they confirmed that this investigation was in fact happening. But what we know from the actual reporting today is it's been happening since 2018. It was, it was reported by Sinclair Broadcasting, which takes a bath in the mainstream media for having a conservative tilt, reported it in October of 2018 or of 2020. I mean, this is, this, they have willfully ignored all of this, mm-hmm. willfully ignored all of this. And I got to tell you, man, it's, it's, this is a revolution is coming. It really yes. is coming. There is nobody who is interested in hearing from the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Associated Press, CBS, ABC, NBC, all of this, not CNN, all of these nonsense 
publications and outlets who have decided that they are going to become a propaganda arm of whatever political party they are, they are potentially supporting at the time. That's it right there in a nutshell. That's it right there. And you know what? We have uh, even, more, even more news about uh, Democrats compromised by China. Our, yeah, our this dear good, friend, though. Eric Swalwell, <laughs> you folks might remember him uh, from his, his famous moments of flatulence on live television. Uh, apparently, he, he's been caught up with some Chinese spy. What's the story on that, Josh? <laughs> well, I mean, in, in addition to being just like the world-class douche of <laughs> the U.S. Congress, which he is. I mean, it's just like you look at him and you want to shove him in a locker. To be one of the biggest douches in the house is, I mean, that's almost an accomplishment. <laughs> you should, it should come with a crown or a medal. Yeah, congratulations, Eric Swalwell. <laughs> My God. One of the, if not the biggest douche in the house. And now apparently he's been compromised by a, a Chinese agent. Yeah, so so it, it it was uncovered today that there was a Chinese spy by the name of Feng Feng. What a name. And Feng Feng focused her efforts on infiltrating uh, the American political system on the Bay Area. And, uh, it, you know, what they say in the story is basically they focus on the Bay Area because an awful lot of pr- prominent Democrats – come from there and young up and comers who ultimately become part of the leadership of the uh, country come from the Bay area. Um, and this, honestly, this seems like a pattern because if I remember correctly, it was Diane Feinstein who who's on the Senate intelligence committee who had a Chinese spy in her shop over there. Right. That it was, it was Feinstein. It's, it's like they've, they've cracked the code. Right, yeah. they just show up like in Dems, San Francisco. Dems in San Francisco are, are morons. <laughs> like, right, they're absolute idiots. And China knows, you know, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they need they're useful well, idiots. Let's find some Dems. <laughs> you know, for like all the stereotypes that Democrats like to make about Deep South Republicans, it is way worse. Seriously, Chinese objectively from the outside spying on our country say, no, 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 no. Yeah, good luck. I want, I, I want to see China's attempts at trying to sh- trick a, a Southern Republican into colluding. Yeah, right. Now, what they're saying is like the easiest way in yeah. is, to, is to find this like total douchebag in, in San Francisco. Or yeah, Northern thing is like, you know what? I need to collude this uh, congressman. He's a total moron. Let's get <laughs> <laughs> So she's right. been colluding Swallow for some time or something. How long was this going on? When was it going on? Yeah, so, so Fang Fang, I mean, it's, it's sort of unclear, but Fang Fang raised a lot of money for Swalwell and uh, became part of sort of his inner circle, allegedly. And, and where this gets really interesting is that uh, part of the allegations about Fang Fang is that she, she spread out. She tried to go to the Midwest and everything else, and she slept with a couple of, of mayors, according to these stories, right? But so, so she's clearly like a honeypot. She's, oh man, this can't be, you know, she must have drawn the short straw at the Chinese Spy Academy, man. Like some of them are sent to infiltrate Senate offices like Feinstein. And now they're sending her to go bang mayors. And worst of all, poor Feng Feng is sent to seduce Eric Swalwell. This is like, oh, so let's say at the outset. Worst job possible let's in say the Chinese the Spy Agency. 
<laughs> Let's say at the outset, we don't know because Eric Swalwell's office will not speak about whether or not Eric Swalwell slept with this okay, woman. Okay, so it's currently many people are saying status. So many people are saying, but, but they will not confirm that. All you know, know here's my thinking. Personally, you know, I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a calm staffer on the Hill or anything, but if, if my congressman is not sleeping with a Chinese spy, I would try to make that very clear if there were allegations saying otherwise. The fact that you're going no comment on this, I mean, <laughs> shit. Hey, did you bang the Chinese spy? No comment. Simple question. Yeah, no just drop a no comment on that. It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> and, here, and here's the thing. Like, I, like, I don't know much about Swalwell, but it doesn't, it doesn't strike me as though she had to be like, you know, the ultimate spy in order to make that happen. Oh, many people are saying. You know, Many people are saying it doesn't take a lot of work to, to land Swalwell. It seems like it seems like Swalwell uh, sort of walked right into this honeypot situation. Allegedly, like again, it's possible that none of this happened. But what we do know is he won't answer questions about whether or not he slept with Fang Fang. And 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 let me just say, let me just say this: Fang Fang is someone who received probably the worst assignment in the history of espionage. <laughs> I mean, God, out of rough. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the horrors, <laughs> the flatulence? Hey, <laughs> hey, can you imagine getting that call? Hey, Fang Fang. So here's the deal. Um, there's this dude. He's a conspiracy theorist from San Francisco. Uh, yeah. You need, you need to sleep with them. Yeah. And you know what? That, you know, that brings up a great point because Swalwell was pushing the whole Trump is a foreign asset, oh my God, Russian collusion thing so hard. And apparently at the same time, uh, you know, he was getting colluded by a Chinese spy. I mean, Allegedly, you know, many people are saying. Unbelievable. He, Unbelievable. He was, he was the problem, right? And we have, if, the best part about all of this, by the way, is, is just the reaction to it. I mean, the article is printed it, we should we should say is at the outset, China is attempting to infiltrate everything all the time. Because you are a target, does not mean that you are complicit. They they are incredibly active on Capitol Hill with staffers and everything else, trying to infiltrate email accounts, trying to figure out. I mean, a few years ago, they they hacked GAO and they basically That's took, right. yeah, took every single. Uh, profile of anybody who had a a clearance, and they and they downloaded it, right? So so this is they are very they're incredibly active against America. So the fact that they're targeting people is not the problem. Problem is you got guys like our Eric Swalwell, who are like at fever pitch about how Russia has basically taken over the White House with absolutely no proof whatsoever, and turned out to be completely wrong. At the same time, he's hanging out with the honeypot. <laughs> it's too perfect. It's too perfect. I mean, what a dick. I mean, and, you know, the irony is he's on the House Intel Committee. Like, they, yeah. this guy really exemplifies intelligence, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute moron. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, 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 you know, I mean, look. 
we've got a, a Chinese spy problem, and apparently uh, Biden is sending Boot Edge Edge. That's right. Boot Edge Edge is is headed over, apparently, to China. Like, how how bad are things for the average person in China? If if you're a Uyghur, you're getting sent to a concentration camp, and now you know, getting sent over a guy whose specialization is like fixing bread prices, like. <laughs> Chinese government's going to be listening to his advice and it's going to get rougher for the average person in China. <laughs> but this might be where he got programmed in the first place. Yeah, right. He's going right back home <laughs> to the mothership to get reprogrammed. <laughs> what a guy, Buttigieg. Edge. How, how did he even happen? Oh, man. You know what? Speaking of happening, this podcast is very much happening. We've been hitting you know, the ranks on the charts, doing very well. Thanks to all of you listeners, especially you folks who go on Apple Podcasts and leave that five-star review uh, and these wonderful comments. And I think the best way to thank these good folks is to read some of the best ones. How's that? Absolutely. Doc? I mean, the minions are just absolutely performing. I mean, everybody's just so, it's so terrific. I can't tell you how gratified I am to be sort of grandfathered into this situation uh, because watching what everybody is doing, what you're engaging with, like, you know, taking down near a Tandon, for example. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, just the, just the day-to-day. It's really, it's, it's important stuff, but we have really a lot of fun doing it. And so let's read a couple of comment, comments, Smug. I like this one. So it's an inspiration to my child with the title. I was driving my seven-month-old to the pediatrician the other day while listening to Ruthless. My seven-month-old yelled, keep the faith from his rear-facing car seat. Truly inspiring. Thanks, Mug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I live for that Twitter meme. Like, libs always have some line about their kid, and then everyone ends up clapping. <laughs> Which is just completely made up out of whole. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, the next one is, uh, made me locker my nephew and friends. Uh, after listening to one episode of this podcast, I immediately drove to my nephew's school, kicked open the door to see his history class where he was doing a group presentation on the 1619 Project, grabbed all of the group members by the collar, and shoved them immediately into lockers in the hallway. Outstanding. <laughs> that was, that's from Melator Rocks. Thanks for that one. Uh, I, got, I got a third one here. It says, uh, real unbiased look at world events. Finally, a completely nonpartisan and accurate take on today's news. Few understand today's political scene like these two. It's nice to see a pair that understands not all lives are stupid. Many of them are evil. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. Outstanding. We want to keep seeing those reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we're going to keep keep, uh, reading out the best ones. That's a great thank you. Thank you all so much for... I mean, who could have expected the tremendous success? This is, what, episode 16, and... Already up there on the charts. Uh, thank you all so very much. Uh, it's so it's so it's so gratifying. The other thing, Smug, that um, not everybody can fully appreciate is that we. I went up to Capitol Hill the other day. I was talking to to folks, and there's an amazing amount of lawmakers who listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's great, right? I it's mean, so it, it's amazing. It's amazing. The 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 amount of um, uh, gratifying compliments that you get from your your rank and file up there is really is really terrific, and it's but it's really the audience that makes it and absolutely. The fact that we can bring everybody else's story 
to a 30 minute podcast is really what we're working for. You know, and that's the thing is all credit to the minions. I think they're such an incredible engaged audience uh, that really moves the needle out there uh, that it's noticed, you know, these senators, these, these congressmen, they, they notice. And uh, that's why they like coming on the show. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us again, Smug. You got to sign us out, but we'll be back with you next Tuesday. We'll, we'll get more guests coming your way. It's going to be a good week. And yep, as always, folks, thanks for listening. Until next time, keep the faith, hold the line, and own the libs. Stay ruthless. We'll see you on Tuesday.